This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condice Presley. We are less than 30 days away from the big day. The big day, yes, November 8th and the 2016 elections. In studio with us right now is Richard Barron. He is the director of elections for Fulton County. And Richard, thanks for coming back. You were with us before. Today is Sunday and the voter registration deadline is very soon, correct? It's on Tuesday on the the 11th. The voter registration deadline is for those that want to register online can do it until midnight on Tuesday. Until midnight on Tuesday. So we were walking uh, down to the studio and I was asking you if things had been busy. You said it was quiet and then suddenly activity has picked up in the last week? Yeah, in the last week week and a half our office is just the calls that are coming in the the volume is increased and we have had more voter registration applications process this year than 2008 and 2012 by a long way do you find that these are first-time registrations voters who perhaps have fallen off the rolls wanted to get back on the rolls this year about a quarter are new registrations and then the remainder are either transfers in from other counties or people that are changing address, changing name, those those types of things. Well, I guess for for candidates who are seeking elected office, this is good news that there is interest in this election and that voter participation, at least in Fulton County, is on the increase. Yes, we, we have a record number of registered voters now. Um, it's a about 730,000 active and inactive. The active count is a little more than 550,000 right now. We've processed, well, at least through the end of August, I know that we had processed about 147,000 applications compared to 125,000 in 2008 and 100,000 in 2012. Wow. That's, that's, that's significant. So, the voter registration deadline to, to go someplace in person and use a piece of paper is Tuesday, October 11th. And then if someone wants to register online and take care of this, they can do that up and until midnight. Early voting, when does that begin? October 17th. That is a week from tomorrow. And that will run through November 4th. We, in, in Fulton County, we will have... All, we'll have 24 polling sites that will be permanent sites, and they will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. We are also going to have 12 outreach sites, and those outreach sites are something new that we are doing for this election, and we are going to have those at nine senior centers and three of the college and universities here in town. We're going to have it at Georgia State, Georgia Tech, and Metropolitan Metropolitan Atlanta State College. What motivated the decision to create these additional outreach sites for the early voter registration period? A couple of things. One, students... Uh, tend to have high numbers of provisional ballots. Uh, they, they tend to live outside of Fulton or outside of the state somewhere, or they live out of precinct 
but they want to vote on campus on election day. And when they vote on campus and they live outside of Fulton in, or if they vote, live outside of state, their ballots don't count. If they vote out of precinct, only part of their ballot counts. So you're required to vote in your home precinct on election day. And so what we want to do by putting these sites for, and, and the outreach sites are open two days, 8.30 to 4. So you have to check the schedule on our website when, when those are available. But we're trying to help students it, by being on campus. We can let them know also that they have the option to vote absentee. If they have to vote, they would, if they're registered to vote where their parents live, maybe Ohio, Wyoming, somewhere that that's where they need to send in an absentee ballot application. So they'll need to get on the, the county website where their parents reside. Also, seniors, they tend to have a higher number of provisional ballots too. So we decided to go out to these nine senior facilities um, owned by the county and those those places to reduce those provisional numbers and also to provide some extra convenience for those those voters we're trying to target. There's one one of the senior centers, I think it's Helene S. Mills, it will be open on a Saturday and Sunday. So it will have the regular hours seven seven to seven and twelve to five, but the rest of them are going to be open just eight thirty to four. Is the county anticipating an increased number of or, or greater voter turnout once the early voting period begins on the 17th? What I'm hoping is that we have at least 50%, if if not 60% of the voters vote early. Uh, election day, the more people that vote early, the smoother the election will run. If you have a a large number of people that that show up on election day, you will have, you will wait in line. And so that's why we've decided to, to spread these 24 sites out over all, all over the county. There's four in each commissioner precinct. So we are able to hit all the, the demographics and provide accessibility to empower the voters to have a choice where they want to go, when they want to go. And I hope that it does increase the turnout, but I'm also looking for it to take the pressure off of Election Day. The last time you were here and we were talking, I think that was in advance of the presidential preference primary. One of the things that Fulton County was doing was sending a letter via traditional mail to the head of household of all the voters registered in the district to make sure those voters knew about any precinct changes. Will that process be repeated for the general election next month? Tomorrow, October 10th, we are doing a head of household mailing. Every house in Fulton County with a registered voter will receive a mailing. We'll have the home precinct, the election day precinct, listed on there. In addition, it will have the early voting locations listed. So people will have the information at at their fingertips on where they need or where they can go during early voting during... I mean, we're open 7 to 7, 
17 of the 19 days during early voting. So basically, we have 17 election days ahead of election day, and then we'll have those two Sundays that are open t- noon to five. So we're really trying to provide voters with the opportunity to get out and vote ahead of election day. I think by October 19th, all of the presidential debates will be concluded. So hopefully everyone by that point will have made their decision and be able to get out and and vote. You are correct. The final presidential debate is on October the 19th, and that's two days into early voting, which you said begins on the 17th. Is this the first presidential election in Fulton County where there is an opportunity for voters to cast ballots on Sunday? Or did we do that last election? We've done Sunday voting before. I think we are required by law to be open one of the two Saturdays. Uh, Traditionally, since I've been here in Fulton, we open on Sundays. Um, Sometimes we, depends on the size of the election, but um, I like to offer both Sundays in the bigger elections and do both Saturdays as well. I think it it's a service to the voters because there are a lot of people that have schedules other than eight to five, Monday through Friday. So it, this, I think Sunday, there are a lot of people that I know that that's their only day off or their primary day off to run errands. Exactly. Walk us through the process again for Uh, college students who are eligible to vote, registered to vote, but who may not live in the state of Georgia or who may be attending school uh, here, but their primary registration location is someplace else. Walk us through again those steps that those people need to follow in order to uh, cast a ballot in the November 8th election. If a student's registered to vote out of state, they should visit the Secretary of State's website for for that state or go to what is probably going to be the county clerk's website in most states and just or visit the county website and they will be able to get a link to fill out an absentee ballot application. They they're going to want to fill out that absentee ballot application. Submit it online if possible. If not, fax it in, mail it in, and then make sure, confirm that the county has received that application and gets the ballot into the mail. Once they get it, vote that ballot and send it back um, as soon as possible. Most states give you until 7 o'clock on election day to get that ballot back in unless you're overseas voter and you you sometimes get an extended um, time to, to, to get, get that it back in. in. Yeah. I know, Richard, that some of our listeners have seen some of the news stories about um, ballot security and concern and the fact that Georgia is one of the states that does not have a paper backup to uh, a ballot once it is cast. What are you guys telling voters who may have some concern about Georgia getting hacked? Well, the one thing, we don't have our GEM server, our global election management server, which is the primary vehicle for the ballots. And we, that, that isn't connected to the county network or the internet. It's, not, it's a standalone. 
It's also secured. It's secured in a locked building. It is secured by password as well. And none of the machines that we use, none of the touchscreens, none of them are connected to anything. They are standalone units. The only thing that connects them to each other is electricity. So it everything is a standalone unit. And they are secured by seals. We also do logic and accuracy testing ahead of the election to make sure that they are recording votes correctly. We, in addition, those all the machines go out with a public count of of zero, and so it's it's evident to a poll worker because everything has to be recorded on paper that they they verify the public counts to be zero. And then afterwards, on election day, they balance the signatures against the public count to make sure that everything balances just just the same way you would your checkbook. My my experience with verified um, paper trails in Nevada, I worked for a company that put those in all over the state, and they there's a lot of maintenance and a lot of cost involved with those printers. A lot of voters found them to be cumbersome. Take It adds time to the voting process. No one had been able to figure out a way to audit those without it being very labor-intensive. And a lot of the voters in Nevada, because they have all the gambling machines figured that if anybody was going to be hacking into something, they were going to go after the gambling. The casinos instead. <laughs> right, instead. But I think we can produce a paper trail. We can produce all of the ballot faces if we need to off of each machine. But voters can, you're saying that voters can rest assured that casting a ballot in the November uh, 2016 election is, is safe, it's secure, and that ballot will be counted. Yes, we're talking to Richard Barron. He is the director of elections for Fulton County. Election day is November 8th. The last day to register to vote is Tuesday, October 11th. Once a voter is registered and prepared to vote either early voting, which begins on the 17th of October, or actually going to their assigned precinct on election day, what is required of a voter to produce to make sure once they get to the precinct that they can vote in the election? You need either your driver's license, a passport, you can have tribal ID, military ID, a government employee ID, or any other sort of government-issued identification. We can also provide a free voter identification at our office or at our either one of our annexes, and there is... What do you need to get one of those? Uh, like a birth certificate or a utility bill, something along those lines that will prove that you live live where, you know, it has your name with an address on it. So a power bill, cable bill, something that shows I am who I am, I live where I live, and you can get that card. But you've got to go to either the main office or one of the annexes. Where are the annexes? One of them is on Roswell Road in Sandy Springs. 
and the other one is on Stonewall Tell down in, I guess, I think it has a College Park zip code on it. So one on the north side, but one I think on the it's on side, in, yeah. in an unincorporated South Fulton. So are there any estimates yet? I should have looked this up before you came in as to what voter turnout might be for this presidential election. Some say it's going to be up. Some say it's going to be down. I think everyone agrees that this year's presidential race is unlike any that voters have experienced. Yeah, the presidential preference primary, I was unsure what to expect from that. And it we had a higher turnout than we did in 2008, which seems to be a seemed to be the benchmark year for for Fulton County. So I am expecting us to hit, you know, 70% turnout, which right now that would play out to be about 385,000 would be our turnout for for the election in Fulton. Now my my hope would that we'd be able to get at least 200 or 225,000 of those people to vote early at the minimum. When people sign up and register to vote, I know there have been news stories suggesting that there perhaps has been greater passion among Republican Party voters to register and to participate in this election than Democratic Party voters. Is that something you guys have been able to assess as all of these registrations are being processed? Because we don't register by party in Georgia. No, and that is something that I, I'm unaware of, whether one party is registering more than another. So for all we know, that could be just rhetoric that's been made up and put out there for people to think. I think in some states it's easier to track because some, in some states you do register by party. But in, yeah, as you mentioned in Georgia, you, you register when you go in to vote in a primary and you declare for a party at that primary. But on the general election ballot, uh, a, a voter is entitled to either vote, I guess, what's a straight line ticket, or they may be able to split the ticket. Is that correct? You can vote, yes, in Georgia however you want. We do not have the straight party option in Georgia that some states do. and some, Like in Texas, you can just walk in and press a box, and it'll, either Republican or Democrat, and it, it will populate your entire ballot. But here we don't do that. So, so you've can, got to go through each and every race. Yes. So in addition to the, the race for president, there's a Senate race. Of course, all of the members of Congress are up for reelection, uh, especially in Fulton County. There are some questions that are on the ballot as well. Is that correct? Yes. Some of the there are a few cities that have measures. We also have the TSPLOST, which is the transportation um, tax initiative. We've also got. Um, MARTA expansion in the city, the the city all the city of Atlanta also has another what, trans like a transportation, and then in unincorporated South Fulton they will decide whether to become a city. Plus, the schools question is also on the yes. Uh, on the there are going to well. be some constitutional questions on the ballot as well. Where might a voter who wants to be prepared going into the into the voting booth on November 8th or in the early voting period, where might they find a sample ballot to review not only the candidates but the questions that are on their ballots? We have a composite sample ballot on our website at FultonElections.com. They can also go to the My Voter page and get their specific sample ballot. 
And the My Voter page is through the Secretary of State, and I think it's mvp.sos.ga.gov. And those, th- both of those are good resources. Um, in terms of finding early voting locations, we have kind of a, an, an, a resource, a new resource that's earlyvoting.fultoncountyga.gov, and it will have information on, it's interactive in that you'll be able to click on an early voting site, and we are going to update the wait times at those early voting locations hourly. Oh. So you'll be able to click on any of them, and, and they're color-coordinated by whether they're an outreach site, um, a senior center, or a, at the college, and then it, whether they're the permanent locations, and you'll be able to get um, up-to-date information on how long you would wait in line. Excellent. So we want to remind voters one more time that the voting registration deadline is Tuesday, October 11th. Early voting in Fulton County begins on uh, a week later on October 17th. And Richard, if you would uh, slowly but go through for us once again uh, the early voting locations, how many there are, when they will be open, and, and how voters will be able to access them. Early voting is October 17th through November 4th. We will have 24 permanent locations, 12 outreach locations. If you go to earlyvoting.fultoncountyga.gov, you can get an interactive map with all of the information on all of those sites, uh, including the hours, estimated wait time that will be updated hourly, The outreach locations are going to be at nine senior facilities and Georgia Tech, and also Georgia Tech, Georgia State, and Atlanta Metropolitan State College. We have four permanent sites in each of the six commissioner precincts. Basically, we're just empowering voters to be able to choose when and where. You can vote anywhere you want during early voting. On election day, you're required by law to vote in your precinct. So the, the advice here is if you're planning to participate in the November election, the opportunity exists to vote early, avoid the lines, go where you want, and cast your ballot, right? Yes. And on November, November 4th is also the last day to get an absentee ballot application to us. And if you do, you will need to get that turned around to us right away. We will we will. Get it into the mail when we receive your application on the 4th, but you will only have until the 8th at 7 p.m. to get that back to, to us in sure the mail. To make sure that it's counted. Yes. If voters have questions, again, point us to the, the easiest and simplest website for them, especially Fulton County voters, to visit to make sure all of their information is in order. FultonElections.com has all of our information on it. It, it has the early voting poll locator link on it that I mentioned earlier. It'll also have election day poll locator link. We will also update the the wait estimated wait times hourly on election day at your specific precinct site. And we will have on election day people that will be walking the lines to make sure you are in the correct polling location and that you are registered to vote ahead of going to check in. 
we know and we see the signs that say that there is no campaigning within a certain distance of the voting locations. Last thing I want to ask you, because I remember a story where somebody got tossed out of line because they might have had on a T-shirt or was wearing something that supported one candidate in a race. Essentially, I guess there's a bit of a dress code to, to participate in the voting process, right? Right. No electioneering is allowed within 150 feet of the polling location. So if you are wearing any sort of hats or paraphernalia or clothing that supports any of the measures or uh, candidates, you will either have to cover that, come back with some other clothing on, but yeah, electioneering is is prohibited within 150 feet. You also are, it is prohibited to take selfies in the polling booth, which some people are, are doing. Um, so wait until you get in the car and get your sticker and do your selfie once you get back in the car after you've cast your ballot. Yeah, cell phones are prohibited once you enter the, once you get check in uh, and go to the polling booth, you are not allowed to have your cell phone out. All right. And the process doesn't take that long, but go and be prepared. Richard Barron, Director of Elections, Fulton County. Thanks for coming back in. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. We're happy to have you. Thanks again. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, my handle is Condo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.